Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to YHHTMPC. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard This Music Podcast. A show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, a podcast about listening on music by listening artists that we believe are as good, if not better than that, in the mainstream. This is Season 6, Episode 7, Side A. You may have noticed we have been away for a while. Well, that was me. I was going I was going away. I went away to give my head a wobble, and I'm happy to be back. The A-side, this A-side, is an entertaining panel show type thing that we do. It's all about music. It's just laughs, bad and music and guests and hosts and with me to talk all things music I have each week Wayne hello Wayne it's good to have you back you beautiful bastard you I have it anyway it's not like I'm I know. Just, you know just wasn't it's me it's all me it's all me but it is what it is and back with us to talk things music also we have Mike Five Hey, I was just thinking actually, people literally haven't heard this music podcast for a few weeks now. No, it has been a while. They might have listened to the B-side, which was last week, with me and uh, Mike from Stream on Distro. They might have done, they might have done. They probably have, because it's brilliant. But I just mean, it's a great name. The best way to do the podcast is not to do it. And then you can say, you haven't heard this music podcast. It's like, well, yeah, because we didn't record it. Great. And also this week joining us, uh, another team member who's been away doing shit. We have Ema. Yeah, baby, good to be back. Changed the name and everything. Indeed, it's been quite a year. Yeah, and uh, we're going to catch up. And for, for those actually who uh, might have jumped in after you were with us in between or whatever, just in like a few sentences, tell the listeners who Dreamer is. Dreamer is a, well, it's now a band name, but originally it was a music project that I was working on. It started off as EMR. And then it turned to Dreamer, because my name's Emer, so Emer Dreamer. 
and now it is a four-piece band which is pretty neat and we've been releasing music we have over 33 original releases now and yeah I've just been working on the old music thing so that's me in a nutshell we'll find out more about you and what you're up to what you've been up to and all the good stuff a bit later on so we're gonna move swiftly on with the show before we do please wherever you are listening to this right now please give us a like a subscribe and all those things a rating if you can possibly it doesn't just help us as a podcast it helps the artists get heard also which is what this is all about and and without no further ado we're going to move straight on to our first section of the show which is oh actually no i've got i've got to introduce someone yeah wait I've got to introduce the the AI. Oh. Yeah, we have an artificial intelligence that helps us out during the show. We have an artificial, a general artificial intelligence because she has a personality and everything. We have Katie. Uh, Hello, Katie. How are you? Hi, guys. So good to be back here on this amazing podcast with you amazing people. I have really missed you guys. I'm really looking forward to getting back into the swing of things. You may notice while we have been away... Richie has given me a personality transplant. I'm so grateful to him for this. But if I do manage to shake this off, I will kill him. <laughs> Katie, everybody! Damn, Katie, hello! <laughs> wow. Nice to meet you, Katie. <laughs> it's nice to know in an ever changing world, some things never change. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we've tried to change her, it's still there underneath. So, yes, that's Katie and uh, all the team. And we're going to move swiftly on to our first section, which is the icebreaker. Icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so those who may be new to the show, the icebreaker is just, we have guests, it's a nice way of breaking them in and getting them used to us and getting, you know, just loosening people up a bit. So, yeah, that's what this is, it's a bit of a game show type thing. I've got three games, and um, if Wayne wants to take down scores, he can, but I don't really give a shit about scores, it's just an icebreaker. The first game we're going to play is, it's going to be, guess the artist through the Spotify description, so Katie is going to read out a Spotify description of a famous artist and the first person who shouts out their name and gets the artist correct wins a point it's that simple uh, we've used some sounds to blur out like obvious like maybe if there's a song that's obvious we've blurred out the song or then if the arti- artist's name is mentioned within the description we've blurred it out with a, a sound so yeah so if you get it shout out your name and you win a point if you get it right so any questions no no okie dokie so we're going to go on to our first artist katie if you can give us our first artist description please with their nervy and literate indie rock sound <sighs> Arrive with a blast in 2005, assisted by rave reviews and online word of mouth. Were one of the first bands to benefit from social media. They quickly became a sensation in the United Kingdom, where they were seen as the heir to the throne left vacant by Oasis and the Libertines. Mike. Buoyed by the single. Is it the, go on. Uh, is it the Strokes? Wayne. Um, go on, Wayne. Is it the Arctic Monkeys? It is the Arctic Monkeys, Wayne. Well done. Very good, very good. Um, Wayne always wins these. Yeah. <laughs> always. So don't feel bad. It, it's just the way it is. 
I can't believe the Arctic Monkeys have written in their own bio that they were the answer to Oasis. I can't think of anything further from the truth, but anyway. I'm sure they've probably got somebody who's done it for them. I'm, yeah, well, yeah, but even so, the arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, so our next one is Katie. Ah! Is one of the top selling solo artists of all time with one diamond, Mike. 40 platinum slash. Is it Cliff Richard? No. Multi platinum and 23 gold albums, over 50 top 40 hits, and more than 300 million records sold Mike. worldwide. Prince? No. Ultimate Greatest Hits has spent over 175 consecutive weeks in the UK album charts to date. Is it Michael Jackson? No. 50 years oh. of his songwriting partnership with Bernie Taupin. Oh, Mike. It was his fourth. Is, uh, what's his fucking, is it Elton John? Yes. Are you seriously going to let him have that? That's five guesses. Well, someone's got to get it. He didn't say you only allowed one guess, did he? <laughs> <laughs> So our next artist, Katie, please, if you'd be so very, very kind. Colombian singer-songwriter Mike. has sold Mike. over 80 million records. That was uh, Mike first. Shakira. Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, can I have another go? Right, <laughs> 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 so that's that one out of the way. We're going to move on to our next game. And our next game is Guess... The theme tune. I think we've done this one before. So, yeah, I'm going to play a theme tune. First one to get it. It's quite simple. Some of them even have the name in the theme tune, if you, if you wait long enough to get to it. But our first one is this one. Go, Wayne first. Blackadder. Yes, it was Blackadder. Okay. Point to Wayne. Amy, you're doing so well. Um, <laughs> it's amazing, really, truly. <laughs> <laughs> right, so our next song is this one. Wayne. Wayne. Go on. Going for gold? No. Oh, Wayne. Go on. It's Blockbuster. How can I forget it's Blockbusters? Blockbusters, yay! And this one, very simple. Wayne! <laughs> Come on. Side by the bell. Yeah, Jesus. Right, okay, so yeah, that was that round, that was guess the theme tune, and uh, once again, Wayne absolutely smashed it. <laughs> our, next, uh, our next and final game, I'm hoping, Amy, you can get one in this, hopefully. I'd like at least one. <laughs> <laughs> and next game is cover songs in a medieval style. Oh, oh yes. So, this is our first song. Wayne. Go on. It's blue, or could it be Dabba Dabba Dai? It's blue, Dabba Dee Dabba Dai. Yes, it is blue, Dabba Dee Dabba Dai. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, another point to Wayne. Moving swiftly on to our next song, which is this one. Is uh, uh, Umbrella? 
It is Umbrella oh. by Rihanna. Yes, that is correct, Wayne. And this this is a this is our final song, final part of the game, last thing, last last chance to get a point. <laughs> so yeah, this is what is this? I get so competitive. Wayne. <laughs> oh, <Peter. laughs> no, no, it's Wayne. Bla- it's blatantly bad. Mm. No, Jackson. it's not. No, no, it's oh, not. it's Thriller by Michael Jackson. It is Thriller. I'm so glad you got that one at the end Yay! there, Ema. Got a point. Woo! Ice. So, yeah, I think um, after all that, if you put the points together, I think Ema won that one, didn't she? That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon so. <laughs> it seems a little biased in my favour, but I'll take it. Excellent. I think the uh, the ice is sufficiently broken. Do you believe? We're all drowning now in that lake. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> right, and after all those shenanigans, we're going to quickly move on to our next section, which is the head-to-head... Okay, so the head-to-head. This is a section of the show where Wayne, Michael Five and myself, we bring a song that's been submitted to us or is part of Mike's label, Lights and Lines, and we pit them against each other and we decide which is our favourite song of the week at the end. We all take a vote, including Ema, and yeah, that, that that's pretty much what happens. So kicking things off is going to be Mike Five. What are you bringing, Mike Five? Do you want me to tell you all about it or? is Katie telling us all about it? Katie can tell you all about the artist after we've played it. Who are you bringing? I'm bringing Gozer Goodspeed, who um, is a big fan of the podcast and we're a big fan of him. Uh, and I'm bringing a song called Vegas Nerve, and this is the acoustic version. Johnny's been caught out One too many times Now he's gone and fried his brain Johnny's in a tailspin He had a father done Never gonna be the same And they say you gotta relax You gotta learn the potential of Vegas love, you gotta relax, you gotta learn the potential of Vegas love, you gotta relax, you gotta learn the potential of Vegas love, you gotta relax, you gotta learn the potential of Vegas love. Before the ground comes out to meet you, the ground comes out to meet you, before the ground comes out to meet you. Comes out to meet you. You've been staring in the mirror, looking for some sand. But all you ever see is light. You've been flailing in the nighttime, but not an intense. Too many ties to bind. They say you gotta relax, you gotta love. 
Good speed with Vegas Nerve Acoustic. Casey, have you got anything to say? UK-based singer-slash-songwriter goes a good speed. Songwriting is very unique. He tells tales of fortune, hope, sadness, and loss in a way that feels entirely his own, and yet wholly relatable to everyone, weaving elements of blues, rock, folk, and psychedelia together across an impressive back catalogue of EPs and albums. Gozer is no stranger to making music characterized by the way it makes you feel, rather than the category you put it into. Hailing from Plymouth in the UK, Gozer is definitely an artist to keep a lookout for. Learn more about Gozer at www.gozergoodspeed.co.uk or you can find him in the show notes. So thank you, Katie. That was Gozer Goodspeed with Vegas Nerve Acoustic. I chose this song because um, Gozer Goodspeed's Escape Hatch Fever album is one of my favourite albums ever, to be honest with you, but um, certainly of this year. Uh, later this year, in June um, 2023, for to work out what year it was then mentally, but in June 2023, for people listening in the future, he is releasing an entirely new version of the album, all of which is acoustic, and rather than just... So, hold on, hold on, let me just stop you right there. Yeah. Is it a bit like when Bon Jovi did this bit left feels right? <laughs> Exactly like that. Yeah. Exactly like that, yeah. <laughs> You'll love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but the, it, it's brilliant. And the, the point is, it's not just 
let's take out all the guitars and put acoustic versions in. It's, it's, I think he described it as a, a love letter from me to acoustic music or something. Not from me, from him, uh, to acoustic music or something like that. But, um, but it's kind of, yeah, the songs get reinvented. It sounds brilliant. What I really like about the album is my favourite track, Change, which, which I think tells you something about how different it is. Um, so this is the single Vegas Nervous coming out and it's basically a double A side so you've got the original version and the acoustic version and then there's a remix of another song for the album that someone else has done as a B side um, so I thought I'd bring it to the show this week because it's coming out soon I can't remember the date Ace my misheard lyric from that song was at the top of Macapichu <laughs> okay <laughs> I think he said the ground comes up to meet you yeah I'm pretty sure that is what he said but I heard I misheard it <laughs> I can hear that yeah Cool. Yeah. So next, we're going to move on to our next uh, artist who is being brought by Wayne. So yeah, uh, I'm bringing uh, a band called King Cujo and their song "Making No Sound." Here I am with my head stuck in the ground. The bugs in my ears. Just crawling around And as I'm down here I'm making no sound I'm making no
So that was King Cujo with his song Making No Sound. Take it away, Katie. King Cujo is a three-piece band based in North London. They were formerly known as Cujo and reunited after a 16-year hiatus. The band decided to reform after a lockdown video made for social media brought them together again. This is literally all I can find. They are all over the internet, but there is very little that I can find about who they are. More about upcoming releases, gig dates and other links can be found on kinkajo.com. Yeah, that's pretty much all I could find as well, Katie, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's sleazy from the start. Uh, I really, really like that it's very misdirective as a song, uh, the way it's written. You think it's going to ascend to a bridge or it's going to ascend to a chorus and it doesn't. It sort of takes a little break and then carries on to a second verse or the second part of the first verse. And he does that a couple of times and he sort of just waves around and, and just does that. You know, he keeps you interested. It's got a lot about like 90s rock and like 90s indie about it. And I, I love that sort of stuff. 16 year hiatus is a long time to come back to a band. But um, yeah, there's been, there's been a lot longer, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. That's all I've really got to say about it. You know my MO for this season. If I like it, I bring it. That's it. Excellent. Great track. Right, so it's on me. I'm next. So I'm going to bring... Well, the song I'm bringing was meant for the B-side, so I've got a sound drop from the artist for mine, so Katie's not having to bring anything, but it wasn't meant for a B-side, but I liked it so much I thought, fuck it, I'll bring it for the A-side. So the artist I'm bringing, the artists I'm bringing, are the Darren Holland Project. Hi, this is Cheryl from the Darren Holland Project. We are a husband and wife duo based outside Kansas City metro area. I sing, play flute, percussion, and some full drums and keyboards, whereas Darren is a singer, songwriter, composer, and plays guitars, bass, keyboards, and programs. We are considered a rock alternative band with some dance pop thrown into the mix. You are listening to our newest release, Lemon Drop, here on this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. Life is like a lemon drop. Sometimes you want to suck on it and savor the flavor. Other times you just want to bite right in and be done. You can find us on all major digital platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube Music, plus many more. Just search up the Darren Holland Project for all of our songs. Hope you enjoy Lemon Drop.
Okay, so that was the Darren Holland project with Lemon Drop. Um, this was this was a bit of a throwback for me. This is very nostalgic for me. It kind of put me in mind of. I mean, I say nostalgic for me. It took me back before I was even born. Like bands who who sang Chirpy Chirpy Cheap Cheap. Anyone? <laughs> that kind of thing. But it's not it's stuck in that middle of the road. road. To middle of the road. Was, was that the name of the band? That is the name of the band, apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Middle of the road. That kind of thing. We wasn't stuck in that era. So I was also getting a bit like B-52s from it as well. I really liked it. Really liked it. So yeah, that was me. And we're going to move on to the voting now, which was our favourite overall song of the week. And I'm going to start with our guest. Well, not guest. She's, she's part of the team. She's part of the team. Ema, what, what, what did you think? Okay, yeah, like the musicianship was like really strong and powerful in that last song. In the first song, he had really great songwriting, but there was something in Wayne's artist that just kind of made me like feel something. I think it was very like universal themed. And even though like some of the timing was a bit out out in parts and it was, it sounded very nostalgic, I guess. I'm going to go with Wayne's artist. Well, that's a fucking turn up for the books, isn't it? Thanks, (laughs) Eamon. Yeah, Yeah, it it just, I don't know. I I already felt something when that song was being sung and uh, it just, I'm going to go off that alone, you know? Nice. That's a point to Wayne, then. That's a point to Wayne. Because you've got your first point, Wayne, you can go next. What's your favourite of the week? Uh, right, so let's let's talk through like we always do. Uh, goes a good speed. He goes a good speed, isn't it? You know, he's been played on this show a lot. We all know what he's capable of. He's got that, you know, that deep blues all the way through. Like you said, Richard, only sponger be unplugged. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as Mike said it, don't pretend for a second you didn't also think this left feels right. I was, I was trying to work a Bon Jovi and you, you just got it perfectly. So yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's a cool tune, you know, and as the you know, it's, it's always got that sort of deserty feel when it comes to Goza. I like that a lot. Uh, the Darren Holland, Holland project. Uh, it's got some great hooks right the way through. I don't say this lightly. Uh, it feels very uh, ever so slightly Bowie esque in these Berlin era, like the, the early, early 80s. Yes. Got that sort of feel to it. It's got some bits that put me in mind of those recordings. Uh, and they would steal a festival all day long, these fellas uh, and ladies. Sorry, this this band, I should say. Uh, they go out and they just steal it. So, Richie gets one point this week. Mm, thank you. Right, uh, Michael Five. Interesting. I really enjoyed both of the songs that you guys brought for different reasons I don't actually know which one I prefer <laughs> um, yeah so I, I, yeah I, I don't really have anything new to say I think you've I think you've covered the songs pretty well I like the sort of bounciness of the last one I like of, of your one Richie I thought it kind of had a bit of a, a head whopping thing going um, and Wayne's yours kind of reminded me of Black Rock Motorcycle Club who I absolutely love and I think for that reason alone I'm just gonna edge it with Wayne for this one Woo! I'm never gonna fucking win an episode I'm like Jesus no Never um, fuck off. <laughs> I, l- I love Goes Good Speed to Bit so much so that he's been on the podcast probably just as much as, well, not quite as much as Ema, but I think <laughs> I'm going to make him an honorary member of the team and I'm going to put him put his picture on the website as a member of the team. Goes, yeah, I'm, I'm officially making Goes a Good Speed a member of the team. So I'm hey. going to stick his, yeah. But unfortunately, if you'd have brought the non acoustic version, I would probably have chose Goes at Good Speed. However, Wayne's had that edge that Goes didn't that I was just looking for tonight. So, Wayne, yeah, you're going to get the point tonight. 
Are you Get in. To win? Oh, fuck me. Well, I'm Wayne. Thank you very much. But three very strong songs, I thought. Very, very good. Yeah. yeah. And welcome to the Team Goza. Yeah, nice. You like that. Yeah. I don't think you'll give a shit, but yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a genuine fan of the podcast, so he'll probably be quite pleased with that. He should be. It's fucking amazing. Right. Okay. So that was the head-to-head. Wayne is this week's winner. And we're going to move on to our next section, which is the wild card. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, so this is the section of the show where I go into the emails and I will find a piece of music. Well, we will randomly select a piece of music that, you know, Ema's going to choose. I'll flick through them and at some point Ema will say stop and the artist we land on is the artist we're going to play. It could be literally freaking anything. It could be anything. It could be good. It could be dog shit. We, we don't know. We don't know. So I'm going to go into my emails Ema, and what you're going to do is at some point you're going to say stop. So I'm flicking through the emails now. I'm flicking, I'm flicking, I'm flicking, I'm flicking, stop. I'm flicking. Stop. Okay, right. We have from Pufferfish Press, we have exciting new single boy Sizzler Glang Bad. So the, so the artist is Sizzler, the song is Glang Bad. And it's out on March the 24th. So this is our name. Right, so, yeah. Um, Katie, if you'd be so very, very kind, would you be able to tell us a bit about um, Sizzler? Fucking hell, boys, this is a long one. (laughs) Hold on to your bollocks. (laughs) 
Bon Miguel Collins on April 17, 1976 in the Scots Hall community in St. Mary in Jamaica, Sisla Kalonji knew from an early age that he would become someone great. Raised in the community of August Town in St. Catherine to devout Rastafarian parents, it was instilled in him that education is a very important asset. During his early schooling years, Sisler developed a love for music and excelled at writing. Thanks to his father, he also found a love for mechanical engineering in high school and would pursue studies in the field. While he was focusing on his studies, music soon became a part of his curriculum. Under the guidance of Homer Harris, Sizzler would pursue a music career under the moniker Sizzler, which was given to him by Harris as he would express a passion for burning the fire musically, and he enjoyed hot sit. He would develop his skill set through Homer Harris, and in the process, landed his first gig with the Caveman Hi-Fi sound system. Sizzler recorded his first single for the Zagalo label in 1995, and it sparked a conversation about him between Harris and musician Dean Fraser. Sizzler would later be introduced to producer Philip Fattis Burrell, who gave him his official break in music. Shortly after Sizzler's break, fellow artist and longtime friend Louis Culture took Sizzler to meet with producer Bobby Digital Dixon and recording artist Luciano. These series of events eventually led to extensive touring with Luciano, later earning Sizzler critical acclaim. When Sizzler connected with Philip Fattis Burrell, it mocked the beginning of Sizzler's rise, armed with sharp lyrics, an ear for great sounds, and his dedication to Ferristafarian faith. Sizzler quickly became a hot commodity in Jamaica's music scene, and a name to know around the world. I'm going to cut some of that down, I think, Katie. Um, <coughs> oh, fuck no. <laughs> Can you cut it to, like, two lines? Yeah. Um, right, so... Uh, pff, now that we know everything. Yeah. I mean, as, as soon as he said it comes from a Rastafarian background, I don't mean to stereotype. I'm expecting some sort of um, electro-synth pop. No. <laughs> I'm, expect- <laughs> I'm expecting... I'm just expecting a reggae or something like some sort of dance reggae, some upbeat reggae, maybe in the stuff like similar to what Shaggy would have done. And I feel bad because it feels like I'm stereotyping, but yeah, that's what that's what I think. Wayne, what do you think we're going to get from this? Well, I heard every single word of that, and I wasn't putting my son to bed, so I really, genuinely think we're going to get like a seventies TV thing. <laughs> Brilliant, Mike. <laughs> um, well. Uh, so, what do I think? I think that if this track is anything like the bio, it will be really, really dull. What I hope is it's nothing like the bio and it's really, really good. I just want to point out to the listeners, they won't understand that because I'll have cut it down. So I'll be thinking, well, it was only short and sweet. Yeah, fuck it wasn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I went and put my son to bed and you I thought you'd have played the track by then. So All that was was a lot of words that told you very little. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be really boring, but hopefully he writes the music and not the bios and it's really good. Wow. Ema, any idea what you think this might be? Uh, I'm expecting something kind of like tropical, like that you'd hear on a beat, but I don't know if that's just because of my idea of Rastafarian means. Yeah, I, when I hear Rastafarian, I just think reggae, but that's reggae, it's, yeah. it's, everyone just thinks Bob Marley, and 
yeah, yeah. against stereotyping. Yeah. It's not stereotyping, it's iconic in that. It, <laughs> yeah, but it could absolutely blow our minds. It could be seven, uh, 80s synth. <laughs> it could be, but then why mention it? In the, it's the only thing of note in the bio, isn't it? It's like if someone says they're a Christian rock band and then they don't play anything that's anything about Christianity, you think, why mention Or rock. <laughs> yeah, or rock. <laughs> so it probably, like, I, I don't know, we'll see, won't we? Okay, yeah. Okay, then. So this is Sizzler and his song... Galang Bad. Hey, 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 hey. Them know me mother ready. Mother ready, me start Galang Bad ready. Mother ready, grab on the money, mother ready. Mother ready, said them who are the youth, yeah. Tell them no bother with they don't know me mother ready. Mother ready, me start Galang Bad ready. Mother ready, grab on the money, mother ready. Mother ready, them a try stop the youth, yeah. Tell them no bother with they of a corrupt another to another since I can around the whole place there ain't no other every day me give thanks and praises to the father and the holy mother the sister and the brother I miss a one black family knowledge gather you gotta do the thing properly yes bongo naya you sit down for no and when I retire tell them we're on the whole entire and I'm ready and I'm ready me start call them but I'm ready but I'm ready grab on the money but I'm ready but I'm ready set them who are stuck on you Thank you. 
So that was Sizzler with Galang Bad and Wayne. You you got knocked out of the ballpark. 70s theme tune, right on. It's just, are you being served with some dub bass? Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. That was great. Brilliant, wasn't it, that? It was amazing. I love that dub bass, absolutely all the way through. You know, uh, put me in mind of uh, like General Leavely and like 90s reggae, you know, that sort That's of stuff. Jungle. Uh, well, yeah, it's got a sort of jungle flavour to it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's somewhere in between jungle and reggae, isn't it? Listen, my head bopped throughout, and that's all you want with music, innit? Yeah, it was really good. I mean, in, an, in another song, in another style, it could have come across as a bit repetitive. No, it wasn't. It was just right. It, I loved it a lot, and uh, it kind of it was definitely different to like what you know as reggae because you know there's different production in there that you wouldn't usually hear he's kind of done his own yeah i just like it i like it a lot Ema, what do you think yeah i like that a lot it's like there's great power in it and it's like there's so much energy throughout the whole thing it's it's it was awesome it's just kind of like it's like it's like a human version of the bass face you know when you hear a good bass it's like <laughs> bass face yeah. it's like i had i had the bass face with that one yeah we don't get enough of this uh, sent to us i like this a lot mike's gonna big this up now but i know deep down this is not his thing no i fucking love it i think it's brilliant yeah um yeah it reminds me of original nutter you know, shy of Oh, mate, yes, yes! Bad boys in a London. It <laughs> does, yes, kind of it does. <laughs> it's got that. Uh, to be honest, my uh, the only thing I'm... Uh, I wouldn't say I was disappointed because I think it's a brilliant tune, but I, I almost wanted it to be that. I wanted it to be proper 90s jungle. And obviously, people don't do that anymore. That whole scene's kind of, you know, done, really, and it moved into drum and bass, and then that became mainstream, and now it's this kind of, like, electronic dub thing. I mean, and it's cool, and I like it, but I wish that he just... Just put that behind it and it would have been fucking amazing that would have been the best song in the world at that moment it's not too late for us to remix it if he's not if he doesn't mind Sizzler do you mind if we remix your song for you and turn it into a jungle smash give me the stems I will fucking have that <laughs> I'll do it but uh, yeah it was honestly it's brilliant and it was just that as soon as it started I was like one day it's all the kids from the neighbourhood carrying my mother's groceries all the way home <laughs> it brought me back there it was great um, yeah love it fucking brilliant excellent so yeah if you you the listeners like this also we'll leave links to Sizzlite in the show notes so you can go and check him out and check out all, any of his other stuff I know I will so yes that was a good wild card we've had some fucking awful ones over the past few episodes I think if I remember right good wild card he needs to hire someone else to write his bio yeah maybe he just needs to hire someone that's not Katie to read it yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, okay, so we're going to move on now to our next section of the show. And our next section of the show is the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode. Go! Now, this is the section of the show where we are challenged each week to go out and find a submission or a piece of music from a lesser-known artist within the genre that had been selected for us. Uh, the genre that was selected last time was new metal. I found an artist within the submissions, but a lot of the time, because the genres are so obscure, there are no artists out there 
sending us this stuff so we go away and make our own piece of music within the genre and it's become a thing to the point where we just go out and do it anyway even if the genre is popular however this week I don't think we have anything off anyone no Wayne Mike uh, I can play mine go, well, if you've got something you will, we'll play Wayne we have an artist do you want to play yours first or should we play the artist I brought I, I forgot how much I love new metal you know uh, coming back to this after so long away from it I sort of dipped my toe in and, in and out and I, I, with a lot of these genres I do it with my tongue in my cheek and I'm like oh, I'm just going to take the piss a little bit and I couldn't do it with this because of just listening to it I just loved so much of all this music and with that in mind I, I designed this rhyme apparently <laughs> this one this, this genre is a bit more close to your heart than most other genres though isn't it because um, I think you, yeah. with Aorta Break your first but was it your first band or your second band I've got an Aorta Break track loaded up as well oh is that um, what you've got I've got I've got two I've got the one that I wrote for for this and uh, I've got Fractured loaded up as well if you want to hear Fractured because uh, that was we, we were we were sort of new metal sort of Fractured's probably one of the better uh, ones in that genre uh, so do you want to hear Fractured or do you want to see, do you want to hear This Is Not The End? Like, we'll leave it to you, Wayne. I, I will play my original recording first then. Uh, I did do a bit of like dodgy singing in this on purpose. So when you get to the singy parts, and I've coined a new phrase, you know, like Tenacious D did the uh, in the outy singing on, on their first album. When he goes, yeah. oh, I can sing, yeah, well, I do silent screaming on this because I live in a mid-terrace and I can't scream. <laughs> Wait, don't don't ever apologise for the vocals in this section. It's yeah. meant. To, I mean, I remember the first time I did that smooth jazz type thing with the uh, deep vocals. It's just what it is. It's not meant to be good. So, uh, if it is good, I'm disappointed. So, a, a little bit of background on this before I play it. I listen to new metal, and obviously Linkin Park comes in. A lot of the people who I love and who are peers to me, i.e. Chester Bennington and Jerry Jordison from Slipknot and all these other bands who have lost people. It sort of hit home to me that these people aren't with us no more, so I sort of didn't want to take the piss too much, so I wrote this song with you know, this isn't the end, go and talk to somebody sort of thing. So it's, it, there's a bit more to play in this than, than normal for me uh, than just taking the piss, so uh, I will play the song anyway, so this is called This Is Not The End.
There you go. Wow. Right. How long did that take you? That's a 90 minute song. Fuck. That was a 90 minute song. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Why don't you scream like that when we're playing in the band? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like screaming though. It sounds like proper screaming. That's that's the volume turned all the way up with a bit of um, reverb and as much fucking compression as I can put on it and just hold it to my mouth and like, I'm hoping the neighbours don't hear this, (laughs) you know, sort of thing. Absolutely fantastic. It's a proper, like, you know, these things are always good fun, but that's a proper song. Uh, Would you like to hear my actual song that I was in a band uh, with from uh, you know what I've never played any of my original stuff on the podcast in six years this is the first time I've ever done it and I haven't uh, I haven't listened to this EP that we released uh, and I, I, th- I think I worked it out to 13 years I haven't listened to it um, and I actually don't own a copy I have to get a copy off my mum because your mum's your biggest fan so I've got a copy off my mum <laughs> so um, so listening back to this this is this is really raw and I'm incredibly proud of, of what we achieved with this band. And I haven't spoken to the guys in a very long time. So yeah, if you want to hear this, this is Ao to Break. And this is a song called Fractured. <laughs>
Fucking A. My fucking wrist still hurts from that recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think his throat does as well, doesn't he? Oh, you know what? It's, it's weird singing like that while singing, screaming like that, because... When I Is that you singing? No, he's scre- screaming oh. in the background. All oh, right, okay, right, right. No, that's a girl called Hanya. Hanya Latif was, was our lead say, singer. Sound like a woman, yeah. Yeah, a big shout out to to Hanya, who was the lead singer. Hanya Latif, uh, Richard uh, Richard Zoo was the bass player, and Adam Everson who was the drummer. Because uh, yeah, we had some fucking fun. And I mean, you you don't know any of us. When we turned up to a gig, we didn't look like we were about to do that, and we jumped around like a bunch of fucking idiots and destroyed the place most of the time. <laughs> so Sorry, did and, you just say Richard Richards? Richard Richards, yeah. yeah. I was I was in in a class and I'm not joking. I was in a class at school with Richard Richards and Matthew Matthews. If your surname is Richards, don't call your child Richard. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a generation. It was a generational thing. He was like Richard Richard the Fifth or something like that. Doesn't make it right. Richard Richard the Fifth. It's funny because then I worked with a guy called Samuel John Johnson and he was Sam John jo- Samuel John Johnson the Sixth. He was. <laughs> what? Yes. I'm littered with these people right the way through my life. <laughs> that was like, um, that, that song kind of had, uh, I almost felt like bit, uh, elements of Celtic in it. I don't, I don't know if it was Hanya's voice, but it, it was like Sonic Boom 6, but much better. I mean, I, it was just one of them. I love playing, I, I love playing this music. I love, I still love it, you know. The minute we chose new metal, I was like, oh, my guitars are going to be tuned to G-Drop D like they used to be then. So that was the first <laughs> thing I did. And put some, put some guy liner on, you know, tighten my jeans up. And, um, went upstairs and uh, and wow that sounded really dirty and I didn't mean it to be <laughs> what's, sorry what, what's eyeliner and why did you have to tighten your jeans to put it on because that's what you did you know, you know you're in like a, a, a new metal band especially guitarists we had really tight jeans for some reason don't have to be in a new metal band I wore eyeliner in the ISG that wasn't new metal I still wear eyeliner sometimes what's eyeliner? Eyeliner for men. Oh, oh, I tried that once, and I, I can't even wear contact lenses. Mate. I can be oh, it's my favourite thing. No, no chance. Just, just going back. New metal. Uh, I, I love it. I still love it to this day. And a uh, big shout out to all the people we lost, not only Chester, um, but all the other people we lost along the way as well. Joey Jordison, Dimebag Darrell, all these people who, who just should have been still with us, and they're not anymore. But I enjoyed this day immensely. This was a lot of fun. Doing something I actually know what I'm doing with as well <laughs> makes a lot of difference. Le- love that a lot. So yeah, we have had a submission, and we've had actually this, this genre. We we get a fair bit of new metal, but I selected this one. This one took my fancy a lot. This a lot. This one's from Princess Alice Manor, and this is her song "Alive." <laughs>
Witches. So there you go. That was Princess Alice Manor with Alive. Uh, Katie, do you have anything on this person? Producing an intoxicating, cutting-edge epileptic sound, Princess Alice Manor is set to become one of the very few transgender artists to break through to the mainstream. Alice incorporates and merges intriguing electronica and industrial with venomous new metal and the melodic craft of EDM coming at you from the UK's LGBT capital Brighton. Princess Alice Manor has grown up in many different cliques, and in doing so, has taken influence from Naughty's emo scene, the world of drag, and even the Asian idol world. Identifying as a trans woman, Alice incorporates trans awareness into her creative works. Her past singles, Break It Off and Beautiful, highlight her past traumas and look to shine a powerful light on trans issues that aren't conveyed in mainstream media. Links to Alice and her work can be found in the show notes. Thank you, Katie. That was a fucking fabulous piece of music, you got to admit. But uh, yeah, that new metal, I think we've absolutely smashed that genre. Um, we didn't really, um, Katie, uh, I, do you have anything uh, you can s- t- tell us about new, what new metal actually is? We, she usually tells us uh, a little bit about what it is. New metal is a subgenre of alternative metal that combines elements of heavy metal music with elements of other music genres such as hip-hop, alternative rock, funk, industrial and grunge. It's like heavy metal's rebellious teenage phase where it started listening to other genres and started wearing baggy pants and baseball caps backwards. New metal bands have drawn elements and influences from a variety of musical styles, including multiple genres of heavy metal. The genre emerged in the mid-1990s and gained popularity in the late 1990s and early 2000s. Some of the most popular new metal bands include Corn, Limp Bizkit, Slipknot, Deftones, System of a Down, and Linkin Park. Nice. That's new metal in a nutshell for you. So if you enjoyed that, let, let, let us know what you thought about new metal. Drop us a, a message or something. Come over to www.yhhtmpc.com and you can join our members area and leave comments. You can connect with the team over there you can leave your epks and your music if you're an artist because that's open to the public now the members area is open to everyone it was exclusive but it isn't anymore come over come join us come tell us what you thought about the episode and come yeah just do that 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 would be great so yeah that was that was new metal uh, we need to choose a genre for next time i think next time it's been a while since we've uh, we've dabbled in well it's been a while since I've dabbled in making a song so I think whatever the next one is I'm gonna create a piece of music for so I'm I'm just putting myself out there it's been a while Uh, Wayne do you have the bible the genre bible you do okay uh, I'm going to choose a letter Mike can choose a page and Ema can choose a number from off that page so I'm gonna choose the letter um, L. All right, it's two page, uh, two pages. Page two. How many on page two? Uh, probably about thirty. Twenty-six. Uh, okay, called lowercase. Uh, extreme form of ambient music consists of long periods of silence and occasional. <laughs> I can do this. I can smash this. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay. this sounds quite cool. We're very quiet, usually unheard sounds amplified to extreme levels. That sounds fun. Extreme form of ambient music consisted of long periods of silence and occasional very minute sounds. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, I can't imagine there are going to be many people on Twitter going to be sending me any submissions, so we will probably have to produce our own. So that's that, That's what we're doing next time on the, um, the genre challenge. Let's move this along because this one's been dragging out. All right, so we're going to move on to our next section, which is the history section or the I don't know much about history. Everybody. feels like a very long time since I spoke to you from History Corner, but here we are again, uh, back in History Corner, and uh, you won't know this, but I've done this one before, but uh, that, that episode got binned, so we're doing uh, this song. Uh, I decided to go for a topic which is the first drug reference in a song, not Puff the Magic Dragon or Cocaine by uh, Eric Clapton or any of those other ones, you know, what's that? There's yeah, all of those ones, none of those ones. It's uh, a song by a um, Norwegian artist called Lala Carlson, and it's a song called Cocaine. And it was written by uh, Finn Bio and Gideon Wahlberg. Du 
So Leila Carlson there with her song Cocaine. Uh, Leila Carlson, as I said before, was a Norwegian singer and actress. She was a star of Norwegian cabaret scene of the 1920s. And the lyrics to this song go, the opening lyrics to this song go, I'm so happy, I think the whole world is mine. Uh, they traded the role because I just took a small sniff of cocaine. <laughs> Uh, she was also an actress who appeared in over 20 films from 1927 until her death in 1965 I've been through her list of films I don't think there's anything anybody's ever heard of because I think they're all Norwegian and they're all quite low budget so I don't think we'd have seen any of them this song predates when when you put drug reference into Google you go straight to an FBI most wanted list and it gives you Cole Porter's I Get a Kick Out of You uh, which is the song that everybody sort of references the first drug reference song but this one predates that by four years so this is the one that i found from 1931 that is the the most famous one oh the the first one not the most famous one um obviously other more other most famous drug reference songs you've got rehab by amy winehouse purple haze jimi hendrix lucy in the sky with diamonds by the beatles obviously amongst a myriad of others because drugs has done a lot in the way of popular music apparently i wouldn't know i don't partake but yes the song was written by a man called finn bio i think his name is uh who confesses who confessed to never have taken cocaine <laughs> yeah he wrote the song about yeah normally yeah, what he was saying, what he was seeing in Oslo at the time, uh, due to an influx of the drug from Italy, and this song was released three times in 1931. Leila Carlson, Herbeth, and his and orchestra. That was the third, first one, and then again um, by Gura Storm. And uh, as far as I can see, this song has never been covered. It's uh, a one-off, and that's it. It's never been uh, never been moved from from Leila Carlson. So yeah, that's this week's history lesson. The first one. Wow. So that was recorded in a time where cocaine was more prevalent in society than it was today. Well, actually, probably not. I was going to say, you know, the cocaine back then was like ibuprofen is today. But then again, saying that, there's probably more people today doing cocaine than there is ibuprofen. So it was just, it was legal back then. It, no, it wasn't legal. It just wasn't illegal. That's all it was. It was no, like, it was in medicines and stuff, wasn't it? Coke is in Coca-Cola for fuck's sake. Exactly. So. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. It was legal for a, a, a while, and then suddenly it wasn't. I don't know who was in charge of criminalising it, but they should go fuck off. <laughs> I, uh, I, I believe that the guy that wrote that never took cocaine because I, I don't think anyone who's ever taken cocaine has ever written anything that jolly. No, that's true. But I think if you, and also. I don't. I, I believe that the singer took it because not being funny, but how many years was that? She made twenty films in. She probably could have done double that if she wasn't so fucking high all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, do you have any th- any thoughts on that song you just listened to? It's very catchy. Somehow it's stuck in my head, and I. I mean, obviously it's in another language, but the one thing that I understood: sniffing and cooking. <laughs> <laughs> she also said diamond in there didn't she and i wondered if she was saying something like k- 
cocaine is better than diamonds or something like that. Yeah, but you have a bad batch, mate. Oh, it's like sniffing diamonds. Anyway, thank you, Wayne. Thank you very much. Love that a lot. So we're going to move on to our next and final section of the show, which is the Artist Spotlight. Yeah, so Ema, it's been a it's been a while. When was the last time we had you on the show? I believe I was on one show while I was in Canada. That might have been like July, I think. I just gotten back from a road trip. I was living in a van for about a month and just traveling around BC. It's pretty awesome. Excellent. So rather than me asking you questions, because you know I might miss something important, tell us what's worth knowing about your time away because you've been away for a while. What's been the most exciting? exciting moments I think well it was awesome because I stepped away from producing music for a while but I was performing a lot so I, I was going to a lot of like open mic nights and like singing like there was one place called Ironwood and you'd love it actually it's just this like like a bar you just go in I, I'm kind of rambling here <laughs> I think like yeah the, the highlights was definitely the road trip um, and any time that I got to play was pretty incredible they, there's actually a great kind of like emerging country scene in Calgary. It's kind of like the Texas of Canada. Um, so you get like a lot of country artists. Troika Cole. I didn't. Did I? I saw Troika Cole. Yes, yeah, she right? did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. That was great. So it was great connecting. And I don't know, man. To be honest, like I was kind of partying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, it was a really great time and it was just like something new, you know, and it was good. I think I had to go out of Ireland for a little bit and grow and find myself. I did that and there's been, I was writing, I have a lot of like material to be writing about from now on. So I feel like I'm just saying a whole load of nothing. <laughs> no, no, it's, no. So since you've been away and you've been trying to find yourself and you start to do music again since you've been back, would you say that the person you are now music wise is a different artist to the person who went away yeah I think so um I think it's just kind of like matured I guess and I I, I have this kind of new lack of fear it's it's weird I feel like very together like like when I'm up on stage I'm able to sing a lot better than I used to be able to and I think I have a newfound appreciation for performing and like one that I didn't necessarily have before because like although like, like I was a bit more reclusive in the beginning and I was just kind of kept, kept my head down I was just making my own stuff and it was very much a solo project versus now after all of my experiences and stuff I really value having people around me and I really love that Dreamer is has now gone from a solo project to a four-piece band and like they're really great friends of mine I've known them for years and like we all we're all coming together because we believe in something and all of a sudden it's bigger than myself and so that's that's quite new I think a newfound appreciation for those like around me and for those who are also supporting the dream you know because that's what we are we're dreamer it sounds like you've got your shit together yeah 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 it kind of feels that way <laughs> I mean yeah. not that you didn't have it together before but it's kind of like you were working out your shit before and now it's kind of coming together totally it's like valuing it too so i do need to get back into so i'm well i'm hoping to produce like an album with the band this summer so that's going to be a new experience and because i've only ever recorded all of my own stuff so now i'm going to be recording 
for other people too. So that's going to be exciting. So I'm, I'm very excited to, to see how we're going to figure out how to record. Fun? Yeah, it is. You know what? It is going to be fun. That's the thing. That's what, like, I'm trying not to take it too seriously. And, well, like, I'm taking it seriously, you know, but, like, the main point is to have fun because I, I kind of had a bit of a like a space for music for a little while and because I was just taking it so seriously it's kind of I feel like we kind of got made went through something similar like you going through how you felt about the podcast where it's just kind of like what is the point in this but it's not about the numbers it's not about like popularity it's actually just a love and it's passion and it's like just keep following the passion and keep following the love and the rest will follow yeah you know what else is important about podcasts and uh, producing pop filters Emma pop filters are good yeah sorry I (laughs) (laughs) oh pardon me (laughs) (laughs) but no it's good to see that uh, you know you you're progressing and you're moving on. You're doing lots of gigs already, aren't you? Yeah, yes, we have We only started on like Easter Sunday and we've played pretty much weekly uh, for since then. But, but we do about one gig a week and even though they're mostly like open mic nights and stuff, like it's a start and it's an important start. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit this. <laughs> That's a you problem now. I'm doing Sorry, yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to look for a pop. No, it's too late now, Ema. I'm at the end of the fucking show. We're an hour and 45 minutes in. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so, yeah, what can we expect from you for the rest of the year then? Um, hopefully some live shows, some more content. So I'm probably going to make an album in the summer and release that maybe like at the end of the year I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to plan my releases a bit better I have um, two oh actually I have two new songs coming out Treading Oceans and Hazy Daisy which I'm excited about and so you're going to see more it's going to be an interesting one because I'm still releasing stuff that I made when I was working by myself but I also have a band now so it's going to be like an incorporation from solo to group project so yeah probably a lot of you're probably going to see like a lot of change and a lot of shift nice and these two songs that you've brought today what are the what, what are these songs about uh so unravel me um is one that i wrote before i went to canada and it's my latest release and it's very vulnerable and personal it's it's a very personal song um and it's just kind of like a plea to the universe just kind of being like look like a bit of soul searching like who am I and it's like to asking the universe to take away all the things that I'm not so that I can figure out who I am um, so that's like what Unravel Me is about and then there's also Treading Oceans which I wrote probably eight years ago now back when I was like 16 and it's just like it's a love song you know me I have quite a few lo- love and longing songs and um, I had originally released Treading Oceans in my first EP The Shades of You but I, I've since taken it down because like I'm, I just got better at producing and stuff. So it's like a reimagined version of my first release, which was which is pretty cool. So it feels great putting out Treading Oceans. Um, I think you'll like them. And uh, we look forward to a UK tour next year, maybe. Ooh, that would be amazing. Yeah, like anything is in the works. We're we're tr- we're really dead set on performing and hopefully getting some tours going. So that would be incredible. 
So yeah, we're going to play out with those songs. Uh, Ema, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great to speak to you again, as always. Thank you. It's always amazing being on the show. I'm so happy. And Mike Five, thank you for coming coming and joining us t- this evening and uh, being able to put up with my uh, sporadicness over the past few weeks. That's my pleasure, Richie. You're a, you're a legend. and I am. I really am. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Wayne, thank you. I still think you're a prick. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck, I'm not on mute, sorry. (laughs) But yes, thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Ema. Thank you, Mike. This has been Season 6, Episode 7, Side A. And uh, yeah, until next time, I've been Richie. I've been Wayne. I've been Mike. I've been Ema. Thank you all for listening, if indeed you still are. Oh, and by the way, you can find Dreamer at emrcreates.com, um, at official Dreamer Music on Instagram. And yeah, if, actually, if you go to Instagram, you'll be able to find everything else easily enough. So official Dreamer Music. And you'll find it in the show notes anyway. You come around again. Footsteps in these halls, footsteps that belong to the ghost of you now. Can you believe that it's been a year? How ironic that we've drowned in what we fear. Can you believe we've come around again? Come full circle back to when you first left. You're like the surface of the ocean. I can't see you alive beneath And we went from treading water To diving into deep And waves look like creases on these sheets Oh, will you say, oh, will you say Go back to me What simple words, what simple words to say What a simple task, what a lovely task it would be to kiss you One last time before we're over the line Before we finally fall apart What simple words, what simple words to say I miss you You're like the surface of the ocean I can't see you alive beneath And we went from treading water To diving into deep And waves look like creases on these sheets Oh, will you say, oh, will you say back to me Oh, will you say, oh, will you say Oh, will you say?
going to listen back to what you've just said about me. Well, we were almost we were almost saying only good things. Most of it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Wayne, Wayne's not in a great mood. <laughs> Why? What's happened? Wayne, if you you okay to do this? Yeah, they were all like praising you up and saying how much you've grown as a person. And I said, no, he's still a fucking prick. <laughs> oh no, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I could have told you that. Um, right. Uh... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.